Word to the wise, if you don't update your podcast for, I think, two weeks, Alexa will shut down your briefing. <laughs> it's not shut down. It just will say no content available. It's funny. That has never happened to me before. I will tell you later at the end of this episode where I've been. Uh, but I am back. And here is today's episode. When I started investing in my early 20s, I had a 3G connection on my phone. And I don't know what speed we were doing on our desktop. It's a little later than dial-up. Not quite that slow. Also had a Schwab account. There were no robos. There was no Betterment, no Wealthfront, no Robinhood. There were no $0 commission trades. It was $4.99 a trade. You just had to muddle through, figure it out. Kids today have no idea how easy they have it. You have no excuse not to be successful long-term, long-term. If you're doing rules-based investing, if you are not trying to beat the market with overconfidence, if you read Daniel Crosby's book, The Behavioral Investor, I mean, there's so many tools out there. Just look for the literature. I will pin a tweet on the Wealth Voice AI Twitter account that has some of our best recommendations for books about the psychology of investing, the way markets work. Bottom line, if you're going to read one book, I would just start with The Behavioral Investor. And this is, you know, how do you pick one? It's impossible. I just really loved Daniel Crosby's book. He's a psychologist. So coming at it from that vantage point appeals to me. Of course, I did study psychology originally. It's called The Behavioral Investor. And it will explain to you. Here's the, the big thing to understand about it. You are dealing with 150,000-year-old hardware, your OS, your brain, and you're trying to make that work in a 400-year-old market. Modern markets are 400-year-old years old, and your brain is 150K years old. <laughs> So good luck. Good luck. That's why you need rules-based investing. You need to take the emotion out of it. This is not financial advice. The point is, I was thinking about the technology that was available to me when I started out, which wasn't that long ago. I'm in my mid-30s here. But you can easily be successful today. And I think about this, sometimes I'm hard on myself with why am I not more successful faster with my startup? It's actually been pretty successful for the fact that it's been going about a year. But I want it to be faster and better and quicker. And I know that the tools are available to me because I have the internet in 2021. You can do anything. You could learn anything. You could look up anything. You could find anyone that you need to help you in any specific field. You could find someone to teach you how to raise pet sharks, how to clean your stove, how to have a successful startup. It's funny because if the information's out there, we would all be able to do it, right? There's more to it than just reading about it. But think about this. You're not dealing with having to raw dog it on Schwab with $5 trades in like 2004 by yourself. You can do anything now. You can get a financial advisor to help you. You can read books. There are so many intelligent people out there that are writing about. And I'm talking about books particularly because I think we need to get back to reading long form content. I'm good with absorbing short form audio content. I think it's a very different medium. And you hear in my voice, the richness, the tone, the intention. That's why it's more accessible to get a more 360 degree view or I guess picture of what I'm saying through my voice. You hear the way I speak. And if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you understand I can be dry. I have a quick pace. I, I don't really pause. If you were to transcribe this, it would be missing a lot of periods and commas. It's a style. But it gets the point across. When you read, there's almost more work to do because you're trying to pick up on that author's would-be vocal tonality. That said, read more books, read long-form content, chew on one idea for a couple weeks. The behavioral investor is so good. I'm going to put that tweet on the Wealth Voice Twitter account. Like I said, it's Wealth Voice AI. Follow us on Instagram, too. We're putting out a lot of great content. It's has voice technology, finance, psychology, customer service and branding, all of the things I'm into. 
So thanks for bearing with me on the break. Like I said, I would give you the info of where I've been. I was at the SALT conference in New York. It was fantastic. Oh my gosh, I learned so much. I saw speakers. I mean, it was a complete smorgasbord. You had Ray Dalio, Kathy Wood, Jeb Bush, Paris Hilton, Zach Prince from BlockFi. The list goes on. So many. And there, it's geopolitics, finance, business, innovation. I love a conference that doesn't just niche down to one thing. I like it to be totally random. And that's what it was. It's not random, really. It, it all had a focus on those very high-level topics, big buckets. Okay. So all my insights from the SALT conference, I tweeted out. It's at Emily Bender, but I will put up a blog post soon and do a little roundup. Not that there need to be any more, because if you just Google it, there's a million of them on the internet. And I'm back, and I will be updating the show roughly twice a week, as usual. And thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you next time.